You're listening to Irish Radio Candidate Home and Abroad and the Toronto Irish Film Festival opens on Friday the 28th of February and the opening film is Dark Lies the Island, uh, directed by Ian Fitzgibbon. And uh, I'm not going to tell you what it's about, we'll let Ian tell you about that, uh, but to get information you have to visit toirishfilmfest.com if you're looking for tickets and the film festival, as I say, runs for Sunday, that's the 28th, the 29th and the 1st of March and that's in the Bell Lightbox Theatre. Ian Fitzgibbon is here with us to tell us a little about what this is all about and part, as I understand it, in the globally famous Father Ted. Ian, thanks a million for coming along. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Yes, I was a Father Ted. I played the Buddhist priest in Ireland. Yeah. Um, that's and one I, show that... I caused a bit of a sensation. Yeah, that was one... It, me now. It, it, it was, that was a show that's, that's travelled the world. Yeah, it, was, it became this uh, global sensation. It's held in great affection by very many people. And it's endlessly repeated over here anyway. Yeah. Uh, the UK TV channels, uh, and um, yeah, it has a whole new generation of fans. It's incredible. It just, it just keeps on living in people's affection, which is really lovely. And in North America, like I was very surprised how well known Father Ted was in both the US and in Canada. Oh, is that right? I wasn't aware of that, yeah. Oh, yeah. It doesn't surprise me. I mean, uh, it's uh, <coughs> it's very funny, and it's it's kind of very exportable. It's very light. There's nothing strange or dark or twisted about it. It's much more surreal kind of humor. Uh, and, um, yeah, I really enjoyed being in it. I'm very proud of it. The fact that I was in the Island. This is the opening film, and you directed this. A little bit about it. What, what's the, what, what got you? The genesis of it really is Kevin Barry and Kevin Barry's extraordinary uh, writing. I became somebody um, actually, actually Tommy Tiernan, who plays a role in the in the film, um, introduced me to his short stories. A few years back, uh, when I was directing uh, television in England, and I um, I was immediately uh, drawn by by the writing and the worlds that um, Kevin was depicting. In fact, so much so that I I picked a story out and I said I really want to um, make a film out of this. So I made a, a short film out of one of them called Breakfast Wine, and um, it went on to win um, quite a few awards and it went around European film festivals. And it was a real help in terms of um, giving us a bit of momentum and also allowing me to establish uh, a working relationship with Kevin. So once we had done that, we decided that we wanted to do something um, more ambitious, uh, feature length. Um, and um, yeah, so we sat down, we talked and talked and talked. I read a lot of his stuff, and he went back and read a lot of his stuff, and we eventually we came up with this idea for a story about a small Irish town dominated by this incredibly um, powerful, bullying father figure whose two sons, who are sort of ne'er-do-wells, really, who are very damaged, really struggled to emerge from his um, 
his very long shadow. Um, and that was the starting point for the film. And Kevin is very interested and fascinated by places, you know, actual towns and landscapes, and not in a not in a metaphorical sense, in in a, in a, a, a sort of a very real, more tangible sense. He believes that there is something in the fields, the rivers, the lakes of particular places that emanate energy, a sort of unseen presence, like a like a malevolence, I suppose. Like a it's it's uh, as the as one of the characters in the film says, you know, the the lake that features a lot in the film drove a lot of people mad, um, and he really wanted to explore this idea of a tent of its past, of people who have been and gone, of ghosts, of damaged people, of traumas that are seeped into the, or seeping out of the the rocks and the trees and the fields, the sodden fields around this town. So that was really part of what, uh, a huge appeal for me anyway, to to make the film and make the story of, of the um, of his world. I, I can relate even to the synopsis because I, I know times have changed in Ireland, but back in the 50s and 60s, there would have been very many characters who were larger than life in many ways in rural communities. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so when... I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's the, the other thing that... that, that um, he deals with a lot is um, who are sort of trying to hang on to some kind of sanity. Uh, people who are really on the edge, desperately clinging on to the ground, but just feeling themselves adrift and lost. And um, he's, he's very good, I think, on, on those sorts of characters. You know, people who just lived on the fringe of things, people who weren't really able to live in what we would call the normal everyday world, who just can't tolerate it really. Um, so yeah, he's very, he's very, um, he's very drawn to all those subjects, and uh, he, he he portrays those characters very powerfully. I think. I would think that, again, I can relate to what you're saying, that Ireland of the 60s and 70s was very nurturing in rural Ireland of people like that. I mean, I, mean that I think Ireland has probably got more sophisticated in a way in that this, an integral part of the fabric of Ireland, of rural Ireland, was that these characters were part of that fabric. You know, he was talking a lot about Certainly in families, and you know, when we've screened it at various at various screenings, looking about that, there's a real sense of shame when somebody is struggling with mental health. There's a real shame. There's a real sense of people trying to hide it from other people. Mm. It brings a sort of um, it brings the the family into focus in a way that people don't want. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they would rather <coughs> they would rather the the local town or the village didn't know about right. the struggle that somebody in their family was having. Um, so that was a very, that's a very powerful strand of the story um, in our film. Right. 
the idea of somebody being sort of in exile, really, because he's, I suppose he feels that the people around him are ashamed of him because he's gone slightly mad, for want of a better word. You mentioned that Kevin has a real strong sense of place. So where did you shoot? Where did you shoot the movie? And uh, uh, over... What Rock type Common of a time? Started in, in and around um, Boyle, right? Which is a very specific kind of place, very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it, it is actually its aspect is um, by a lake, and the lake is very important in the story. So Boyle offered us the actual town and the lake, which is kind of like a bonus. Obviously. It's very hard to get all the locations you want when you're doing making a film in one place, you know, so it's very often when you see things in films or even though they see very close together, they're very far apart, which means that logistically it's very difficult. But the um, Boyle offered us everything, which was fantastic, really. As locations, I mean, you know, we didn't have to really move to get a different bit of the story. It was all there within like two square miles, three square miles, which for us was just and I know you've uh, Mo Dumford, and I've seen Mo in Black Forty Seven and Handsome Devil, uh, Charlie Murphy, um, yep. and Pat yep. Short, and I've seen Pat in numerous items, and Tommy Tiernan, and even as is I uh, see Tommy regularly now in his talk show, which is a phenomenal uh, item. Um, yep. So you have a, a, yep. a, a well mature cast uh, for. Um, and given that this is a comedy, uh, that's uh, again a long, uh, good heritage in the comedy line. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the first. Um, I was surprised when Tommy told me it was the first time that he and Pat worked together. I mean, you know, they're such legends of uh, of the Irish comedy scene. I, yeah. I couldn't believe that they'd never right. worked together before. So they they have a scene in the film, and uh, when we when we wrapped on the scene itself, Tommy said, listen, I want to observe this moment now and I want to shake Pat's hand and say, I've wanted to work with him for a long time. That was really sweet. Right. Kind of a memorable moment. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, there, those are the kind of things, actually, you wouldn't even think of that in such a small country and then within a sub- such a small subsection as comedy, you would think all these guys at some stage would have worked together at some gig or other. Yeah. Well, I mean... You know, they've played the same theatre, they've, they've probably appeared on chat shows at different times, but they never actually worked together off each other. Right. This is the first time, yeah. Right. So that was nice. So I'm glad that I was responsible for that in some way. <laughs> indeed, indeed. So, uh, yeah. Ian, Dark Lies the Island is the current production that's coming into Toronto, say, February the 28th, Friday at 7pm as the opening movie. Uh, what are you working on at the moment? At the moment, I am finishing a pilot for Channel 4 in the UK uh, that I shot a couple of weeks ago, so I'm in post on that. Right. <coughs> um, and, uh, yeah, it's great. I really enjoyed it, actually. Very different from anything I've done before. Um, a female, an all-female cast. It's a very funny script. So I was delighted to be part of that now. Looking forward to finishing it.
The movie industry in Ireland is very, very strong. Uh, there's been a fantastic job done yeah. over the last 20, 25 years in building it up. And it would look like that yeah. um, you guys are very well uh, encouraged and nurtured, be it by Scanlon or, or what the, the um, Irish Film Institute and some other organisations. They seem to be very supportive of yeah. the arts. They are. I think they, they, they're crucial. They are. They're crucial to... Um, to film, and um, you know they they allowed us to make um, our film, and uh, they supported us in the development of it as well, which is really important. Uh, that's always a difficult part for any feature film to get off the ground. Yeah, no, they they uh, they're a brilliant thing. They're a brilliant resource for us to have, and really, uh, <coughs> what I definitely do really appreciate their support. Indeed. Well, Ian, I'm going to wrap up here. I want to thank you for taking the time. It's been great having a chat, and I look forward to getting the opportunity to have a, see the, the movie, and I wish you every success in the future. Oh, you're going to be there, are you? I, unfortunately, I can't make it to Toronto this year. I was there last year. I can't make it this year. Um, but, uh, oh, I, that's a shame. Okay. I, but we, we will get to see the movie on some other screen, I know. Oh, yeah, of course you will. So, Ian, thanks a million for taking thanks the time. For, um, thanks for uh, having me, and um, I hope um, your listeners enjoy the film. Indeed.